All right, so we're here with Swanee. Uh, very exciting. Uh, one of our idols growing up. King of the Rat Pack. And mm. now Sam Rich is his side piece <laughs> on Swanee and Friends. So, uh, Swanee, what did we talk about today? We covered... I fucked if I know. You're, you're the, <laughs> you boys are the hosts. I've done my job. Yeah. Uh, so we had Korea, partying, uh, Brownlows, and Here's, the Rat Pack. Yeah, and, and the, the police. Here. For me. Yeah, yeah. I've got to get out of here. So let's get hard. Let's get hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Jelby. And Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance. For the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get home. Let's do it. So, it's funny, I've deliberately put you there so I can say hello from the other side. Yeah, um, Adele. Just, yeah, long hair Adele start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, I'm learning lots. That was a uh, good educational last potty for you guys. It's a different education, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Sammy has stitched you up, uh, got you on, so thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, I don't know if she owes me, Mum. I know, I don't know if she, uh, if you know what she's got you into, so... Um, no, I don't, it? I've got no idea what you plan on talking to me about, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, mate, yeah, whatever, we, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with, we're not too yeah. fast, so... Uh, what are you over here for? You're doing a bit of a... Yeah. A um, a trip. Fucking getting sick of my own voice, to be honest. <laughs> um, so be Speaking, I guess, talking about myself. So, um, just here with, with Ron yeah. um, Adams from Ultimate Promotions. He's over here for two weeks, so um, I thought... July would be a nice time to get to Perth because yeah. the weather's <laughs> fucked in Melbourne and the weather's fucked here. So, um, but we were up in Carrara and that uh, early in the week and that was magic. It was like 26, 27 degrees, you know, yeah. thong shorts and singlets. That was awesome. Um, but the air weather here is still a bit better than Melbourne. So, yeah, um, yeah what have we got? This is Tuesday. We, I leave Sunday, so five, yeah. five days to go. Any days off? Nah. Nah. Uh, no days off for me, man. I'm an extremely hard worker. My yeah, work is yeah, yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> you've so. been, you've, uh, you've been training, I think, because you've been playing footy over. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I've been training a little bit. I train tonight or whenever it goes to weather, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm. with the footy clubs I'm speaking at. So it's nice yeah. to get out and have a kick. So I'm playing local footy back home. So um, two weeks more off to get into the, the pointy end of the year. So uh, what, what club was it again? St Kilda City I play for. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going right. I got Fev down to play for us in the back half of the that's year. That's pretty handy. Yeah, Farnham right. Woods. So I got a few. Um, we're going right. Is that country footy out there? Uh, well, it's in the, it's the Southern League. So I play for St Kilda City. So oh, no, yeah. it's yeah. not in the country, but it's a yeah, it's a local league. You know, it's not. You know, I'm not playing against many world beaters. So it's just, <laughs> Mate, just I'm, along. I'm playing for your country at the moment, and like it's literally if you want the ball, just fucking go and grab it. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, it didn't take me too long to do me pinger. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I think it's the third pinger for the season. Is so it? you need to get like well, that, like your hamstring, or you're on yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I'm sure, you should be taking them halfway yeah. through yeah. the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I well, literally, at our age, it's yeah. probably, <laughs> probably performance. I literally hands. strapped it up and just fucking taped it up, so full forward. Yeah. yeah, you know what you need. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. what you need. What fucking tattoo numbing cream on the hammies, mate. Oh, mate, horse oh, yeah. cream. No, that was smart. What's yeah. it? Is it a horse cream? Um, Have you heard of that? No, no. Oh, sorry. Swanee was using it for his feet. Yeah, I'd be out of sore. I got stepped on. Really? Maybe a month ago now. Yeah. And uh, my fev or like? No, I, was, <laughs> I can't fucking remember. Some can't uh, stepped on me, and uh, my foot was sore. And I looked after after the game, and my 
swollen, bruised and, and purple and it was my sore, it was my sore foot anyway, so maybe there's just not enough room for it to, to um you know, for the pain and the swelling to go. So it all just stuck there and I had a the next week I was oh, I had to play and went to training on the Thursday and I kicked a couple of balls and I was like, Fuck, this is not good. Um, this is gonna be painful. So I was like, well, I don't know what I can do. Then it's my, it was my right foot, which is my kicking foot. And then, you know, like I had a light bulb moment and I was like, you know what, I think I've got some old uh, numbing cream in my house. So <laughs> yeah. ravaged around it and sure. found it and then, yeah, put the numbing cream on an hour before the game. Um, and I think it works. I didn't really, I didn't feel it at all, whether it was the adrenaline, but the adrenaline's not quite yeah. the same as running out <laughs> in the MCG, running, <laughs> 80, 000, running out of 35 yeah. people, you know, in a freezing cold day in Melbourne. So, but it worked. Yeah. Um, and I had, I needed it because I had, a lot of a lot of kicks, so oh, yeah. uh, yeah. well, I kick <laughs> out. I no, nah, I kick out, so I kick out at myself. So my stats are inflated. Man. I can't believe they take states and that in those local um, footy games. Yeah, yeah. I, I they th- take it serious. I seen your post or whatever it was. Was it like thirty or forty possessions, a couple, three goals that, or that something? Yeah, that's, that's about what I'm averaging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I played half back. That's on the low side. Yeah, though. <laughs> the fantasy pig himself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I played half back, mate. It's the easiest position to play. I would oh. love to have played half back at AFL level. Yeah, so good. Playing eh? the back line, don't play anyone. It's fucking unbelievable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, <laughs> was, who was in your back line for like your, your glory days at? at uh, uh, ben Reid, Nathan Brown, oh, Ben so Johnson, getting all the easy balls. Alan Tuvey. Yeah, well, it was a bit yeah. different. Even twelve years ago, it was a bit different. He's kind of had to play on people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was like the it was like the winger or something would come back and so play you, behind the ball. So, so are you sort of saying Nick Dacos probably shouldn't be the rising star? <laughs> no, he's he, not playing on it. Well, yeah, no, we've got to um, only start judging him when he plays on someone. <laughs> so, so I think he's been useless this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. that goal on the weekend was his brother. Little, yeah, little, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I know Peter Dacos. Um, I should go out to stud. Think Godolphin should buy him like expensive loads from Old Pete. Um, so I don't know oh. if there's any women out there that want to that want to sire a gun footballer, but yeah. I'd be going to Peter there's to a black, uh, black yeah. market definitely. Yeah. yeah, black and white market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How That's good unreal. was that finish as well on the weekend? Like, yeah, no, it was unbelievable. It was um, Math science under forty. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Yeah. That's all they do is one to thirty nine. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, same again this week, Port Adelaide. That's, that's all they do. One, yep. Win one to thirty nine, get a little extra value. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, they just they just keep winning. And you know, some people might say it's luck, but when you've won eight and nine by under a kick, it's not luck anymore. It's certainly a skill. Yeah, mm. they do strategy. And, yeah, absolutely. They keep fans entertained. That's for sure. And um, <laughs> they play a good style of footy. And fuck anything. And they finish in the top four. Yeah, jeez, oh, Melbourne's going after last season. Like. Fuck yeah! For you guys to, is it just because Bucks was no good? Or uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the short answer. Yep. Um, but no matter what, now at least win or lose, they at least they're more fun to watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. They play an exciting brand of football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, half, you know, and so, do you reckon Nick Dacos would have had the year out if he was put in the last year's system? No chance. I don't think so. So, mm. um, given the ability to show that they're talented, the young kids, because most. You wouldn't believe this, but most kids who get drafted are actually pretty good at football. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice for them to come in and actually show what they're good at. So it's play to your strengths, which is what they instead of like getting the ball and turn around, kicking it backwards yeah. and holding it, and then kicking it long down the line. Essendon, if you're listening. <laughs> no, no, fuck Essendon. They can the play shit. No problem yeah. with that. But they used to kick sideways for the first half of the year. When they decide to actually go forward, they've yeah. won the last fucking – except for – 
It's because they win when, when there's no pressure on. That's right. Yeah. 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 Against specialists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah front runners. They're, I think it's been like that for a fucking while, yeah. actually. Since, yeah. since um, 2003, it's, probably. It's great, yeah. to, it's great to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then even like Ginevan at the moment. I, I mean, I like him, to be like fair. Yeah. I like the fucking the showboating and a bit of, a, a bit of personality yeah. with someone fucking set of the straight and narrow down the line. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, got a, he's got a raw deal. He's absolutely being umpired with bias. Yeah. Oh. Man. And... Um, that shouldn't be allowed. But has uh, he brought it on himself? No, like what? Well, because he's got bleached blonde hair and he plays a one Anzac Day medal. You know, likes plays footy like like he's fifteen, like he would locally, yeah. which is how footy should be played. Because once you get to the top level, the enjoyment can be taken away because it's such yeah. a serious business. But um, I'm convinced that if he hadn't, if he played at a club, that was basically irrelevant. Like mm. down the north. bottom, yeah, north. Gold you know, Coast. Gold, you could name yeah. basically all of them, but <laughs> any other seventeen. Apart, players? apart from apart from like the big clubs, yeah. like yeah, there's no way anyone he wouldn't even know his name yeah. because if he was playing at North and getting smacked every week, um, they just they wouldn't can't because what happens when you're at a big club? Yeah, Collingwood sells Esther and Richard. So like people tune in, they want to talk about them, they get clicks. So. You know, I think Kane was the first one who brought it up, or that yeah. was that. You know, he's he's diving for it. If he was at North, there's absolutely no way that he would have. This would be a deal. No one would know his yeah. name because he's on the big stage. Anzac Day, couple of free kicks, and it's just artful. I'm like, Joel yeah. Selwood's been doing it for 15 years, and no yeah. one bats an eyelid. Like everyone yeah. says, and he's a legend. But um, you know, it's it's a skill, and I think it's a skill. Well, and Shuey for West Coast, yeah, yeah, he sort of fixed it up. Pendlebury you know, and. Um, you know, the where you can't even get past his bicep. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a nice rig. He would do it, yeah. yeah, but he just gets caught just here. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they ca- they complain that the head's sacrosanct, and they've they've jumped up and down the AFL about the head's sacrosanct. But now, <laughs> like he, he got it was that much of a choke. I'd actually seen Jack tap live. <laughs> I, guess, I think he was going down. So. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking disgrace what's happening to him. But yeah. um, hopefully, like it's gone way gone the other way. I reckon it might. Start to go the other way because, yeah. and he looks like a kid who doesn't know what to do when he gets it. He's he hasn't gone real well the last couple of weeks, and I reckon mm. it's because um, he might be in his head, yeah. Um, which is very unfortunate for a young kid who's played twenty games that loves being out in the MCG and plays with the fucking passion the and yeah, the flair and whatever you want to call it mm. that he would be doing if he was sixteen. So. Very unfortunate, but hopefully he can find a way to, yeah. to get a kick. And also, if he was at North, he wouldn't get the footy because it's just not, <laughs> not down there. Yeah, it's just yeah, not down there. Exactly. So, yeah. But um, it's interesting you say that. Like when kids get drafted, they're actually pretty good. So um, I played with Tubes uh, in state 15s. Well, he wasn't very good. So <laughs> <laughs> but like he would get the footy, like he'd get quite a bit of it. But then you get drafted and you get put into a position. And this is always fucked with my head where let's say you're the best midfielder ever and then you get drafted. Well, not ever, but you're yeah. the best midfield going around in your state, whatever. Yeah. You get drafted and now you're a back pocket and all you do each week is try to stop someone from getting the footy. Or yeah. What was that like? What was your position? Were you always a midfielder? Would uh, you? And then did you have to change what it was? No, I, I I couldn't get into the side. No, I'm all shit. That's what I was. Um, <laughs> no tats. Yeah, fresh. Late bloomer. Absolutely. But basically, I, yeah, they... I played down back early on. Yeah. Um, you know, on someone? Unfortunately, yeah. But I had <laughs> five kicked on me three times, I think. So, um, Russell Robinson. Oh, that's Fuck, a, he was so uh, good. Mm. Paul Medhurst, who I ended up playing with, and a kid for, could play from the Bulldogs, Robbins, I think his name was. Oh, yeah. So, um, I still remember them. Um, mm. Assholes. But, uh, <laughs> but I guess I played down back, Mick, because we had a 0203, obviously, very good, made the grand finals, and obviously yeah. had a strong midfield. So, 
you know, you just try to get a game anywhere you can. Yeah. So you, I was playing down back, and then you know, you're selfish at that age. So you're hoping the pies, hoping we would get our ass kicked, and the halfbacks would get like goals kicked on, so I could get a game. <laughs> uh, play down back, then played up forward, and then eventually, you know, yeah. five or six years into my career, Mick threw me in the midfield, and I was up. Yep, running around playing on no one's where you want to be, so I'm not going anywhere else. Because <laughs> early on, uh, my earliest memory of you is overtime against the Eagles. Yeah, in 07. Uh, yeah, and kicking the final it's one. On the buzzer, yeah. yeah. And I remember seeing, and we used it as a bit of promo for this episode, and fucking no tats, longish hair. It's, fucking, no. it's odd seeing you it's like that. It's disgusting, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no good. It's, but, uh, but it was you and Pandles with a... The young blokes. Yeah. And he kicked the second last goal and you kicked the sealer. Yeah, and then end up being... Yeah, you know. I was at the game. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had... I remember we had me, Pendles and Madge. And I remember Mick, because we, we were young. And at three-quarter three time or uh, before extra time, was like the only three blokes who were allowed to go in the midfield are Pendles, Swan and Madge in the centre bounces. So he obviously trusted us. And, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, was, I, was, I played in two drawn finals, which is odd. I'm not sure. Yeah. Park. There wouldn't be many who have done that, but... Um, yeah, that was a that was an awesome that was an awesome game to win. Obviously, yeah. we're well, going into a game like that where I don't know if Judd played that one, did he, or Ben Cousins? One of them was injured, but for example, that era you're playing against a midfield like Cud, Jazzins, Kerr, Embley, yeah. Braun. Yeah, that must be fucking tough. They, they had a few pingers before, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're up and about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, must be like a, a, an experience fucking playing against an elite midfield like that. Yeah, of course. You know you, that Cox Cousins Judd. Yeah, um, th- it's mm. one of the all-time great starting midfields, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Cox was just a midfielder. Yeah, so you know, before his time, obviously. Yeah. Um, so going up against that midfield, you knew you were in for a very tough, a very long day. They were phenomenal players, mm. um, and they probably should. Well, they should all be Hall of Fame. Not sure, maybe the off-field stuff might <laughs> hurt Cousin Curry, yeah. but um, you know the other two are legends of the game. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's but you can't when you're playing them, you can't think fuck. He's yeah, much no, no. better than me. You just Got to do your job and um, hopefully you can sort of break even with them yeah. because that was their clearly their strength. Mm. So if you could break even with them, you know, we thought we had strengths in other areas. Well, you guys became probably one of the premier elite midfields of the comp yourself. So I yeah. guess getting your craft against well, I mean, players like that and then two or three years playing in your own grand finals, fucking the draw grand yeah. final, which is fucking... Yeah. I, I feel like, in my opinion, Michael Gardner was the difference there. He, he didn't play the second one and did a big corky or something. Yeah. He kept them in it. Yeah, yeah, and then didn't come in. And you guys just dicked That's him in the, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dicked him in the second one. But, yeah, um, yeah fuck, like, you guys crafted an, an elite midfield yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Pendles is still going. God knows when so he's going to finish. So He's been so fucking consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Like, is that the only nice tweet or whatever you've written? Oh, yeah, he did day? ask me to send <laughs> some now because I, I had to go and speak. To the footy, to the whole group and the staff, and that on the Wednesday or Thursday before they flew to Adelaide about him and his three fiftieth, and um, I didn't say too many nice things. <laughs> so I thought I better fucking try and balance the ledger and say something nice about him. But that's yeah. that's true. He's, he's the gap between his best and worst is very very small. He's as good yeah. as anyone's, um, in my opinion. Now his absolute best isn't like you dust a man we can break a game in ten minutes. But mm. for his Worse is better than so many people's best. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. And he gets in what he puts out. Like, wish he'd fucking go home at some stage and <laughs> have some other interests. Yeah. But um, that's him. He loves it. And he obviously is a star. Yeah. Mm. Now, what was the change for you? Um, did you get good because of tats? Or <laughs> got tougher. You got tougher? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's what they say. But, like, what was the change? 
your first three seasons, everyone, like, we don't need to talk about what people all know about. It was like you didn't get many games and then all of a sudden there was the click and the change. Was it something that changed up here for you mentally and um, you are like, I'm going to put in harder work or did you train yeah, just as hard and nah, get well, more of a choice? Yeah, I thought I'd put in some effort. So yeah. I wasn't, well, the only effort I was putting in was on a Saturday night at a nightclub. Fuck yeah. So, and <laughs> that's that, that, like, most young, here, eh? like, <laughs> like most young people. And that was rewarding. Yeah. I fair to say that the, <laughs> the effort paid off there. Um, what, what was your like between your best and your worst well, on a Saturday? Consistent. <laughs> there was a big gap between the best and the worst, but um, but it always happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that just you and your other mates, or you and the? Uh, a few of my, the footy mates, um, yeah. for sure. So uh, we we played the uh, end. So not real much effort was going in, but the thing that probably turned my career around was um, getting arrested. So that was probably oh, yeah. the best thing that happened. To me, my footy career, because I was just fucking carrying on and partying and doing my best, going out four nights a week and, and training. But training was different back then because yeah, you when I was wasn't in the squad, so you yeah. just trained down at Williamstown and reserves on Tuesday, Thursday night. So you'd have all day to yourself. Yeah. Um, go in, you'd, you know, it was the old honor system. You go and do the weights because you know, back then they didn't have like development coaches and like they've got a million coaches now so everyone needs to justify doing their job so there's always people around yeah, and, yeah. and they just had your socks and assistance so now they have development coach you know about 20 development coaches to help the young kids but back then I was just going do your weights mate you'd walk in and no one would be there and you just pick one way up put it back and fuck off <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. go and go back to bed so yeah. I might have some unbelievable memories of those couple of years but none of them got anything to do with football yeah just so. half weights maybe on a yeah <laughs> so, so basically that was how, that was the thing I, once I got put on the right path I got yeah. put on a right to path on what I was on and yeah. thought you know what fuck I don't mind playing footy and I was a, um, not that I was playing AFL but it was a decent job mm. I've never had a job before my first contract was like 36,000 We've showed at home, fucking spent it like it was ten million, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and then was just a shit out of it, but just having a good time off the field, and then yeah, got arrested and thought. Were you were you drinking when you got arrested? Uh, yes, no, I was allegedly. No, I was. Yeah. Yes, it was in the wee hours yeah. of the morning. It was after Christmas, you know, Christmas breakup. So your final session just before Chrissy. I don't, I don't know what they're like now, but you fucking penciled that one in. That was a good couple of days. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that was that was a solid solid session. So. Yeah. Um, you like you'd all go have a beer. You probably they can't even allow to do it now. With, yeah. You know how soft the league is, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. And then obviously got a little blue that night, and got arrested, and then yeah, that turned my career around. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, last time I had a fight was when I got arrested and changed. Literally, I'd, from that minute on, yeah, I was like, I'd, I nearly lost my teaching career because mm. like, I wasn't going to be able to register. Yeah, and it just was like, okay, I can keep fighting, or I could just walk away and never. Deal with that again. So yeah, not as a serious um, career change as <laughs> yeah. you, but it was like I used to love getting in a scrap on a weekend, yeah. and then as soon as I got it, I was like, "Fuck, man!" If yeah, something yeah. went wrong. Over one dumb choice. Yeah, yeah. There's not know. much point in doing that anymore, is yeah. there? Yeah. No, no, no. Ruin a life and someone else's. So, yeah. um, stay safe out there, kids. <laughs> <laughs> did it change? Stay your one and a half away meters away from exactly. each other. Yeah. Did, did yeah. it change your work ethic? Like, as in your work rate on yeah, the th- on the track absolutely. and the training? Yeah. Um, and Ben Johnson and Chris Tarrant were huge for that. Um, they forced me to train with them, um, and I was fucking miles off the pace. But John made me run with him in the preseason, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. But um, you know, he, he probably couldn't do this. Nobody abused me, hey. John, physically yeah. and mentally, because yeah. I was so far behind. And um, you know, the, how soft the league is these days that uh, you'd have to apologise to me for, for hurting <laughs> my feelings. But, um, 
<laughs> but yeah, he forced me to run with him, and he showed me the work ethic that was needed on the yeah. track. And it so was it was pretty underrated, eh? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was a star. That's um, very similar to what Brad Shepherd. We had Shep on a few weeks ago, and yeah. he was telling how he was he was really pushed by who who was he pushed by? Uh, fuck. I One of the most underrated blokes that we can't even think yeah. of. Right now. <laughs> That's how underrated yeah. he is. Yeah. You don't know his name. And yeah. just fucking took him under his wing, called him a fucking yeah. prick when he wasn't doing the right work. Yeah. And it was basically all the backline glassy. Yeah. Um, Eric McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's basically what happened to me. And then Taz up. Obviously, we all know what Chris Tarrant looks like. So yeah. uh, <laughs> he he forced me to, to lift weights with him. So they, and it was a slow burn. That was what, 0203, and I didn't get going until another four or five years later. So it took me a while, but. And they still called you fat in their old son. Oh, uh, no, Mark Robinson, can you believe that? Um, so from from pot, him. It's a pot call in the kettle black, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then he called me on the radio, and I was actually dead set eating a box of KFC when it happened. So, uh, so I, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, well, you know, maybe he's got a point. I was hung over, and like, KFC was uh, making me feel better. But yeah. And then someone wrote it on the back page of the paper. I, Obviously, you know, your off, your off season is your off season. Yeah. It's not called a pre pre season. <laughs> like, why, like, so it's an off season for a reason to yeah. be to get off and yep. to be off training. To get so, off so, and to be off. Um, so that's what I did. And then I had hips. I had my hips uh, loosened up. So, what, was yeah. that just in off season? I was just an excuse so I didn't have to run. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you mean like yeah. you tuning? Yeah, no, I was actually bit of that. Yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. of both. Bit yeah. of both. Um, so I could only walk for eight weeks and then first day back at training, I, they made me run and I was absolutely knackered and sat down there my top off and it was an unflattering photo and um, the head, headline on the back page was Fat Chance. So <laughs> I was not very not, – I mean, men have feelings too. Yeah. Uh, I like to see them. That's bullying. Well, well, do you reckon they'd do that to one of the women's footballers? Yeah. Fuck no. no. Mm. Yeah. Fuck no. Well, I'm all for equality, so yeah. what's good for the goose? That's it. Mm. It's good for the fucking roosters as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, geez, the the one place you were fat, which I loved you, was the uh, fantasy league. Yeah, <laughs> fantasy pig. That's the one time you want to be get the yeah, the no, big abso- call. Absolutely. Um, you were a captain for me every year, every week. Yeah, every thank game. you. That was for so a lot of those thank boys. You for your service. <laughs> no, those boys were just out here. Actually, I spoke. I was just trying to catch up. Yeah, the traders. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now they're a good bunch of boys, and yeah, obviously. It, the players fucking know exactly how many you've had. And most of the boys play, and if they don't, you know, well, you know how many touches they've had. You certainly know when you've had zero. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know yeah, when you haven't touched it. Tim so, Kelly knows after Yeah. <laughs> that was, I don't know. I, you could try and avoid the ball four quarters and get more than four, yeah. I would have thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? I'd, so I, yeah, I was I think, playing, so I, I didn't see injured. it. And I only seen this morning. I would have ran. I think, he, I think he was injured. Was he? Yeah, he got caught pretty badly he'd, before. You'd want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. Windhager was, uh, I had 100 bucks on Windhager for 20, paying 14s. Yeah. Name Center. Ran around, followed Kelly, got 23, won one and a half yeah. grand. Math size, bitch. Bloody beautiful, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, um, Where was the tip, mate? Ah, oh, fuck the tips, man. Sorry, no. <laughs> so you give the tips and, like, if they don't come in, people abuse yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if, yeah. if they do, well, what can you do? Yeah, 100%. Right. Um, and then uh, after, after the career, we'll get, come back to the career, you guys got a podcast. Like, that was yeah. obviously uh, got off to a fucking rocky start. We seen Cohen's the other day, actually, at um, our races, <laughs> our oh, horse yeah. that we own. He was speaking there. Um, yeah. We'll I, have went, to try and- I went and seen him. I did a bit of radio for him. And early, late last week, so he's a good man. Yeah. Moved over here to get away from me. There's a, <laughs> yeah. a PR team just fucking shaking. Yeah, a little shaking. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, that HR in the office with me, making sure I wasn't yeah playing up. I think what you've done is the right move, though, because like you well, don't give a fuck, and 
why we in the mainstream media if you can't say what you want to say and be muffled all the time? Having your own podcast should be the one place where it doesn't matter. Oh, you think? Well, you, you think so. You yeah. think so, mate. But um, the world's fucked. So you know, <laughs> I don't stand if I was a bumper sticker. Yeah, right? I don't stand if I was talking about was on we're on breakfast radio. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But you know, you got to go out of your way to listen to a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. you actually have to download it, yeah. scroll through it, listen to the whole thing. Like. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you listen to something you don't like. Like, yeah. I don't listen to podcasts about gardening, so I fucking have zero interest in gardening. So why would I – you know, why people, – people just want to um, listen to it to see what some offensive yeah. you're saying so, so you can be offended by it now. And this the people like, that are offended are the ones that don't download it, go listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They read or hear fucking 10 One seconds. Snippet, exactly. Don't it's get, just like stand-up. They, they hear a joke. Chappelle. Yeah. Take it out. Don't yeah. get context. Like, yeah. There's no context. Um, yeah, it's, it's not very nice, but um, – Speaking of stand-up, you should fucking do it, bro. I knew you were going to say that before when he was telling jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about it? I mean, I guess that's what you do when you're going around yeah. speaking. You're sort of forced into having bits and tags and riffs. Yeah, I have, thought, it, I have thought about it a little bit, but I just can't be fucked. If you ever want to do it. Well, <laughs> I've spoken to that many footy clubs and fucking everyone knows my bits anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the stuff that's not about footy. Yeah. I remember, like, my favourite memory of you outside of footy, I was like, this cunt's a legend. Uh, I hate to blow smoke up your ass, but you're like my top five podcast mm. guys ever. Um, is when you came up with the see-through toaster yeah. on the footy show and your inventions. Yeah. That was the best <laughs> shit. And someone had made it. I know. I'm, they, I've the, still got that toaster. Do you? Yeah. I'll stole my thunder, yeah. Fuck. I just try and think of ideas that make my life easier. Yeah. I'm a very lazy guy, so it's, anything that helps. It's genius. Yeah, yeah. well... I think I like. I think I am. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've I have toyed with the idea. I've, um, but I just don't know if I've got the the time to sit down and actually write because well, most of the shit I talk about, well, all the shit I talk about is me. Yeah. Um, which is obviously easy, but yeah. uh, I enjoy talking about myself. But I've thought thought about it. I could probably do fifteen to twenty minutes with doing a yeah forty five minute set would be would be. Well, you don't start tough. with 45, bro. You yeah. start with five. Yeah. No, I, could, I could get five out, no problems. Yeah, um, yeah sick. Well, I guess the, the next one, we'll lock you in. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll chuck you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some stand-up. So public speaking, I guess they say it's the hardest thing to do, but... Yeah, you know, but they're, it's, they're, it's they're it's a weak Yeah, exactly. It's not a problem for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I just, I guess, and I'll go the other thing. When I go to places, people actually... Want to hear me talk about footy stuff? Where if you just lobbing yeah. up to an open mic, and I'll be like, "Who the fuck's this bloke?" Like, fuck him. Maybe he's not funny at all. So yeah, yeah. Um, and and obviously the next progression with the podcast after all being cancelled, you got Sammy on, yeah, um, and Ralph. Yeah, um, I'd be flat about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sammy's yeah. a fucking ripper friend of me and Del. We went to school together. She was actually the second guest we had on the podcast. Oh, and um, like yeah. I went to Bali with her a few yep. years ago. She's yeah. a, a ripper, but it's pretty funny. Like I feel like you guys got the – I give a shit about being the token girl. And yeah, you know, now she is. Yeah, like, yeah. But, mate, she's a girl from fucking Bullsbrook who swears and fucking yeah. says shit, cunt, fuck yeah. all the time. She's, yeah. she's just Allegedly. Like a, <laughs> she's Allegedly, just, yeah. Just another well, fucking – She very well may be a man. I don't know. People, <laughs> you know, you know – like, it's very, very easy to identify as anything these days. So she very well may be one. Yeah, um, no. the world's a funny place. This in two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, what's, what's the stop a twelve-year-old from identifying as an eighteen-year-old and drinking? Yeah, I don't know. Well, exactly. I want I want to identify as a goat and go fuck a goat. <laughs> Or you could be halfway and just identify as a Kiwi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> just, just you'd be driving past and see me in a paddock hammering a goat. And yeah. be like, well, I'm a goat. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. no problem. So no, it's horny. Um, yeah. But Sammy's great, hey? Like she's probably yeah. had a good 
a good dynamic to the, the Swanee and Friends. Yeah, no, she's good. What's well, funny she, listening she, to her try to reel you in. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> like it's, she's not it's Swanee and Friends' podcast. Don't reel Swanee in. Nah, Let him yeah. go. She's um she's come up with a few brain farts all of a, uh, when she speaks, but no, she's good. Um, yeah, she she can't reel me. I'm too clever for that. I'm not clever at much, but I'm talking shit and banter. I'm not bad at so. Yeah. No, but she's good. She is the. The brain's behind getting it all out there. Yeah. Um, me and Ralph are fucking useless. So yeah. now she's good. She brings a. She did tell us that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she certainly hard. brings a different um, dynamic than, than Scott. So yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> makes. So uh, that's the most understated sentence of all time. Doesn't give us um doesn't give us too much about Urban Dictionary, but yeah. Yeah, I, I do like to see uh, her facial expressions when I do <laughs> go off on tangents. It's, it's quite fun. What's your, what's your favourite Urban Dictionary? Oh, fuck. Um, oh, the Angry Raccoon obviously is a, is a very good one. I haven't heard it. Oh, Angry no. Raccoon. It hit yeah. me up. Yeah. Are you going to get cancelled again? Oh, we well, can't. Well, we yeah, can. can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, do all your listeners do yourself over and Google that one. That's it's quite funny. Right, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> I'll definitely look at that one. Feels um, like something like you just fuck someone in a trash can. That sounds good. Uh, That'll be Oscar the Grouch. Trash cans at the at the end, but um, ah, okay, all right, okay. I think I see where this one's going. So, trash. What is it? Angry raccoon. Angry raccoon. Listeners, have a look at that one. And I've noticed you call her Samantha all the time. Why? Yeah. So she calls you Dane, and you call her Samantha. Is that because you're being? I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, res- I respect yeah. women, mate. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's her name. That's what she will be called. Yeah, 100%. Yep. What was the podcast the, that really set fire on you guys early on? It was what what, what was the straw that brought the camo's back? Yeah, wasn't there a, a, another podcast that was fucking attacking? Yeah, you? it was. Um, I think Ralph grabbed a snippet of some, maybe Shameless podcast, I think. That sounds. I can't remember. Maybe that, but like. He got a snippet of that to talk and we listened to it and we're taking the piss out of ourselves because mm. that, and then obviously I don't know who, how someone was listening to it that were offended by it, but they obviously told them and then they fucking, well, I had a decent crack at us, which is fine. We thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't really pot them back too much, but they got their, they got confused anyway about what we said. Like they got it completely wrong. Mm. That um, doesn't sound like fucking yeah. So, but <laughs> the, the cat was out the bag, and then obviously the Herald Sun jumped on it and, and tried to ruin all our careers. But me and Ralph do our own thing, so we can't get cancelled. And come out was a low hanging fruit, so they tried to fuck him. Like it still baffles me. Baffles me. Like if you want to write the article, which is bullshit, you can write it. But why would you ring up? His work and say, "What are you doing about this?" Like, yeah, yeah, going out of your like, way, just, just cunts. That's what they are, and yeah. not, not the good kind. Like, you know, <laughs> just, like, well, that's what just well, fucking assholes. They just yeah. want to see people burn for absolute, like, absolutely and no you know reason. What's the most frustrating. Once they've burnt them, they just move on to the next person. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have. There's nothing that's the opposite where they build someone up and go, "Oh, this is fucking yeah. great." It's just like, let's cancel this cunt. Let's cancel this yeah. cunt. Let's go fuck this guy's life, and then they move on. Yeah, Someone should do that to them. Look at. I'd love that, to. D- look at yeah. Dave Chappelle. They literally cancelled a show because they thought people going there were going to be offended. Oh, Joe Rogan. Like, oh. what the, but the people who are paying to see him. Are not going to be offended. They're paying to see him because they want to fucking hear those jokes. Yeah. Squeaky wheel. Squeaky, oh. squeaky That's it. wheel gets the most oil, don't I it? often say it because we, we, we've, uh, like, I don't know how it's happened. We've started getting more listeners and fucking people. We're pretty vulnerable when we say something that we're pretty open about. Mm. And I'll walk into the comedy lounge and I feel like every fucking comedian knows my opinion on a fucking topic yeah. and I don't know fuck all about <laughs> what they think about it. And mm. if they disagree, I, they could be hating on me. We know I, don't, I don't really know. You're only allowed to have an opinion if someone asks, if that person agrees with you. 
Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to have I agree. Twitter, social media. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> no, fuck that. I disagree, cunts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. If, um, and half the people that uh, have the, the opinions, 99% of the people all think the same way, but everyone's too scared to say it in the media now because – a 1% fucking come down and hammer you and yeah. then you get cancelled because people are scared of sponsors and, yeah. I don't know, looking bad in the media, which yeah. is and which all is the, fucked. I feel I, like none of it's real life. It's all online. Like, it's all yeah. uh, it's all online. Just in an app on this place. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't exist. Because you speak to 99% of people in person, yeah. they would never fucking no, have a fuck go no. at you. No, I would never say not. what they say online. They no. all hide behind. And they also don't know what the real person's like. They've got this fucking outside point of view of what they see mm. on TV and the media and all that. Like yeah. Tash, for example, we got Tash Peterson. It's fucking your problem now, but like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know what it is? Uh, the, the vegan, vegan activist. Vegan activist. Oh, okay. She's, she's a ripper chick. Fucking everyone hates her, but she's actually, when she came in, fucking awesome yeah. girl. Normal. Like, I, I'd assume that's something like... Uh, do you think she's making a difference? <laughs> no, I think she is. She, she's making awareness. She, yeah. but she's definitely making a difference. Stop you boys eating meat. <laughs> yeah, well. No, I'll never stop eating meat. Uh, the, uh, the one like perfect example is like Eddie Maguire. He's got this sort of bad rap. I don't, I don't know what yeah, your thoughts are. No, he's yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, I, I reckon Eddie's a legend. For me, I feel like he just cops this bad rap. But yeah, I, absolutely yeah. does. From, I feel like I can see the other side. Like He just seems like a lad who just yeah. fucking loves footy. Gets, and he sort of says the wrong thing sometimes, but it's not the wrong thing. He's, well, he's, live, he on, he's live on air 40 hours a week or something. Like, yeah, you're going to. If I was live on air 40, I'd, I'd last three days, you know. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, he is one that people love to hate, yeah. which yeah. is fine. But um, What about Bucks? People love to hate him too. Mm. Yeah, he polarises people. Because I feel like now he's sort of cut, showing a bit more of himself. Like, Cam, you love him on... Well, and um, what's the show that they've yeah. got now? With oh, Revolt? The, the, yeah, on Saturday night. Yeah. On the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, that's why I believe that Bucks should never coach again. Because like, he's, he's just so much more relaxed. And like yeah. he, when he gets involved in a football club, fuck, he's become so intense and like Rigid. just revolves around... Um, Win-loss. Yeah, his, his, his whole world. So, um, Best on ground. Yeah, best on ground. Yeah. So I think he's when he's seen. I don't I haven't spoke to him before. But he seems in a much better place now. Yeah. So much. There's no way he'd be singing and carrying on on that show if he was involved in a footy club. So yeah. now the money might talk, or he's just the you know, most unbelievably competitive and driven person I've ever met when yeah. it comes to football. So he may want to do it again, but I'd love him not to coach again and just just do that because yeah. he's an unbelievable media performer. Love. Yeah. He's brewing in the media and. Um, you know, he can do that forever and make decent money and yeah. be way more relaxed and spend more time with his with his family. Uh, he you, was uh, he was the original council culture. Right? He cancelled you and your mates. Yeah, sucked them all. Yeah, <laughs> tried to get rid of me, but I was going too good. So uh, <laughs> fans would have had a meltdown if they booted me. But basically, he um, was this as a player or a coach? As no, a, it was when as he coached when he yeah. when he took over. He, he broke up the rat pack. He yeah. sacked all my mates. I was basically going in the lunch, and everyone I got close with. Would get the arse, so I'd walk into a lunchroom, everyone would fuck off and spread. So I'd, have, I'd eat lunch on my own for two years. So it was, um, it was a very lonely experience down at Collingwood in 2012, 13, yeah. 14. What's it like actually going from playing with a player and then getting coached by him? Yeah, is it? <clears throat> uh, uh, it's like the dynamic is fine. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, you know, it would have been harder for guys like Tarkin and stuff like that who, Luca, who were really close with him. Mm hmm. I, he was he was my captain and stuff like that. But you know, we were mates, obviously. But you know, we not, we weren't yeah. we weren't going around to see each other's family and stuff like that. So it would have been harder for, especially when he had to make tough calls on those blokes, get dropping them and stuff like that. Yeah. Where yeah, but you know, players you know adapt pretty quickly. They just get told we just get told mm. to play, and they yeah. that's all we do. We train 
lift weights, fucking, and then. Do we do we lift weights? Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't a lot to be honest. Yeah, but when Bucks came in, I did that too because yeah. there was an evil eye watching everything we had, everything we did. But I still managed. To, I, still managed I still managed to get out of a few sets and reps. Don't worry about yeah. that. It wasn't a strong suit of mine. Old weights. Did you have any spies? Mate, fucking, the uh, whole joint was full of spies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so there was rats. And then yeah, now the rats back. were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was rent to kill were in there trying yeah. to get rid of them all. Because the weights must have had a pretty good impact. Because you weren't like you weren't skinny. You weren't. Hey, flat, hey, hey, hey! My skin folds were, and all my skin folds were under what was necessary yeah, when so it got wet. Exactly. Maybe not first day back, but yeah. you know. You, like I said earlier about your off season, like you need something to work towards. I don't know why everyone comes back as f- running PBs first day back. So you got three months. Yeah, you can't. You know, you can't run for a two k. You can't run two minutes. Like yeah. Eventually, there's a certain level that your body can hit. So give you something to work towards. Now I understand for the first year players and the blokes who are on the fringe and like need a big preseason. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. you got to come in and show that you're flying. But um, the all the senior blokes who are pretty comfortable and know they're they're playing. I got contracts. So I thought it was just. Starts low and then eventually by the time Feb month, uh, sort of January, February came in, you were flying and you were at your best, and that's what you needed to be because it's a bloody long year. Yeah, sports science, literally. Yeah, fucking hell. Fucking yeah. why, why be primed in at Christmas? Well, exactly. There's no, there's no point. March. And you want to be your best in September, so you've got to yeah. be up for 10 months, which is well, look at, ridiculous. Huge. Look at Greeny, who's the um, le- next level out, Waffle, uh, Waffle Strength and Conditioning co- Head Coach of West Perth Footy Club. Their they're preseason's fuck all now. They yeah. they have like two or three weeks prior to Christmas, just keeping in a little bit of good nick. Exactly, yeah. They have a, a little running program to do in their own time, and then once Christmas starts, they're fucking bang into it. Yeah, and that's how it should a, be. But yeah. it's a less waffle. is more. A waffle yeah. has still got to keep up with the AFL players that come down, so they're still training at a pretty elite standard. And yeah. he, he's setting them at that. And I'm yeah. seeing the AFL teams are coming back later and yeah. later. You would have loved that, I guess. But yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> um, I missed that boat unfortunately. Did yeah. you? Uh, yeah, you reca- didn't. Well, you got a few Vegas trips in, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've got plenty of them in, yeah. but like, now they don't even go to recovery the next day. Yeah. Like, they, they've realised that sleep's a very important part of recovery. So, my rule, well, I wasn't sleeping on the weekends at all. So, no wonder my, um, when I wasn't recovering real well. But uh, see, see, that's fucked because me, me and Delby could go to Vegas and have a fucking big week in Vegas and no, no one no fun. one knows. Yeah, well, we but also you and Dusty, like, yeah. you and Dusty can go and it's fucking front page news everywhere. And How like, do you deal with that mentally? Like, uh, no, I'm fine with it. You don't care. Nah, yeah. so it's part of the business. Um, nah, you what know, about pr- the young blokes coming through? Where like, I've always thought that you get drafted as a seventeen-year-old, you have no real-world experience, mm. you got no real time to go fucking get maggot with your mates, and when you do, it's front-page news, and then they miss out on all that fucking bonding and all the all the good times that we have when we learn from. Or you like Swanee and did both. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crammed a lot into my twenty-four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's a tough one. But uh, the amount of blokes that, that were playing waffle that I'll be out with till 6 a.m. and then they leave, I got recovery in an hour. Mate, yeah. it's it's like no you're good. just doing it to show. To yeah, show you face. just to show you could get in, show your face, and man, just walk Doesn't in and walk make out. Sense. But nah, nah, it's ridiculous. Then you'd be uh, fucked all day because you've mm. woken up and you, you wouldn't, you'd waste a bit of your Sunday in bed. But yeah, um, yeah so they've got a bit better with, with looking after the boys yeah. now. Um, yeah. Quick question on your Rat Pack boys. So, who do you agree is the Rat Pack? You got Didac, you Shaw, and yeah. then Johnson. Taz filled in with Johnson, or yeah, Johnson, nah. Didac, Shaw, you. What are you talking about? Which, like, who do you <laughs> see as the Rat Pack? Yeah. There's so many different opinions. Yeah, uh, definitely Ben Johnson, Chris Tarrant, Alan Didac, Heath Shaw, 
uh, Reece Shaw early on, yeah. and then you've probably got a couple on the periphery that, that, are, that are mice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come, mice and men. They're coming in. Yeah. Um, like, you know, guys probably back before, you know, you would play with Andrew Dimitina, oh, sort, yeah. of, sort of, you know, Benny Kinnear, sort of those kind of guys, but, you know, they didn't sort of last too long. Um, you know, Dale Thomas, Sherrod Wellingham, yeah. you know, so all of those kind of guys were on the periphery and had their had their moments. Yeah. Uh, Sherrod, you know, lost the um, drink driving, the TSE sponsorship when he got pink drink driving yeah. and that. Yeah. That made... Herald Sun after that made the Rat Pack as they put rats on the front paper and superimposed <laughs> our heads and said Collingwood Rat Pack. So that was actually the straw yeah. that, that broke the camel's back with the Rat Pack. So him, so there's probably Should have been fo- the, the backpack. Yeah. Blood <laughs> alcohol content. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there's there's five five or six All definite right. strong candidate uh, rap members. And then there's um yeah, there's a few on the periphery that All try right. and make a living off off being in it, but we know better. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, John A, Didac, Shaw, Taz. Fuck, marry, kill, and, and be one of them for a day. Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah, uh, or be one. So you got to choose one that you'd fuck, one that you'd marry, one that you'd kill, and one that you'd be for a day. Uh, well, I'd have to fuck Tazer. Obviously, he's a beautiful looking man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and better you fuck him than he fuck yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Marry. Oh, no, actually, sorry. Um, I'd marry Taz. Oh. Because he's the richest. <laughs> <laughs> so. Him, uh, so I got to kill one. Yeah. Um, out of Dids, Shaw, and Jono. Jono, not fucking redheads. So that's Heath and Jono out. Uh, so Dids is getting it. Uh, You're gonna diddle the Dids. Yeah. Well, I have to. Um, the ring is up for me. Um, and kill was the other one, and be someone for a day. Uh, I'd like to be Heath for a day nice. just because he's a lunatic and I'd like to see what goes on in the head of someone who's got ADD and just is a is an idiot. So <laughs> and so, so that leaves kids to get killed. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Alan. <laughs> oh, no, no, Jono. Oh, Jono's yeah, getting yeah. killed, yeah. And yeah. it serves him right for fucking abusing you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's revenge. Sweet revenge. One less redheaded in the world is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah sick. Um I guess being considered the bad boys and stuff, like the, one of the bad boys these days is fucking considered Dusty Martin. And yeah. you're and he's just so not like yeah, doesn't no. tame. Yeah, so they, use that, they fucking use that term loosely, don't they? Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, you're, yeah. I, and as far as I can see in the media, you're pretty good mates with Dusty. Yeah. yeah. Um, we met on Grinder, so. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very good. Yeah. Very close. Um, and not to give away like what, what his, his fucking username? thoughts are, but oh, diddles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like he, he, obviously, going through such a big thing. Richmond, Collingwood, two of the biggest clubs mm. in the AFL in Australia, so they're going to get a lot of things. But going through a lot of stuff that he's gone through recently, and then the the rumours about him wanting to go to Sydney. Could you blame him for wanting to go up there, like get away from uh, all of that? No, I don't think anyone can blame Dustin for any decision he makes at the end of the year for what he's mm. done for Richmond. Um, but anyone. Who's a Richmond supporter begrudges him if he won? I don't know if he wanted to leave. If I did, I certainly wouldn't tell you guys. But, uh, <laughs> but I, Is that what you're trying to get no, out of I just yeah, want to know about I think, I think yeah. he's done enough in the game oh, to be mate. able to make his own decision. If he wanted to leave, I'm pretty sure Richmond would give him yeah. their blessing. He's got you know, fuck fuck what he's done face. for them. and Yeah, who knows? Um, I guess probably he won't even – imagine he wouldn't even know he's trying to get his hammy right. And then I guess they'll sit down at the end of the year and – yeah, we could all be making this up. Whether he wants, I know he yeah. likes Sydney and spends time there, but yeah. Um, but who knows? Uh, I guess yeah. we'll find out 
once yeah. their season's done, which you know might only be in a month if he doesn't get back or, and start winning games or next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he's he's arguably one. Of, he, he he's got to be one of the most influential players over the last decade. Definitely, oh, he's like, a big he's outside of Dane Swan. No, of course, <laughs> yeah, he's a big he's a he's the greatest big game player of all time. Yeah, mm. well, he's played like twelve finals or something, being best on in ten of them, three of North Smith, like. <laughs> It's, it's, know, it's inarguable now, like what he's done in big games. So, um, yeah, he's been phenomenal. Adam Hunter was probably the second big game player. <laughs> yeah, the swing man, swinging yeah, forward in big bags. Yeah. But Buddy moving to Sydney was the bags, best thing think, because, Delby. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Buddy moving to Sydney was great for his career because uh, he used to like to have a good night out. He used to play with buds back in the day, and we'd yeah. see him out and about, be tearing one up. Do you reckon so he's getting lowballed? Like five hundred for I think I th- at thirty five. <laughs> and he's, 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 he's already fleeced ten mil off. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. But listen, you know what? In the end, you don't get that two hundred and fifty back. Yeah, ever again. It's not like well, you took. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's got family. Um, yeah. you mm. know, and Sydney's not cheap. Yeah, well, so you know he's entitled to ask for every bit of money he wants now. Whether and Sydney are obviously entitled to say no. Um, yeah. So though I'm missing that, I, I, I can't imagine him leaving Sydney. Yeah, like, it doesn't make I sense. can't imagine he's going to come back to Melbourne to the rat race. And he got out of Melbourne for that exact reason. He wanted to get out of yeah. the fishbowl that is Melbourne. So, mm. and listen, he might think he might want to get every single penny that he can possibly make out of AFL and go. You know what? I'm going to go down there for two years, make one another one point yeah. five, and then move back up to Sydney. He very well may do that. I hope. I don't think his body will hold up. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'd be thinking. I think he probably. Should stay now. Fuck, I've got no idea. I think he's going to listen to me and listen to this podcast. Yeah. That one's funny, yeah. but um, yeah, he, he's, he's another one who's probably entitled to make the decision if he wants yeah. to ask for the money, and someone's going to give it to him because someone will. Yeah, like you know, yeah, someone lives like in North Melbourne or Saint someone that needs some supporters. Like he'd put some bumps on seats for some of those clubs yeah. that are struggling. So mm. you know, he might have yeah. a bit of leeway and say, "Listen, well, one of these clubs with no supporters is going to." Yeah. Give me the seven fifty, and you know they might get an extra ten thousand members. So he's yeah. paid for his um. Yeah, his it's all marketing. Yeah. It's like Nick Nat for West Coast. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kids love well, it. Even early on, they just, just invested they the, in him. The the, the, the like beanies with the shaggy mm-hmm. hair. And well, stuff. He's a WA boy. He might. He's, yeah. he might, he's a Midland boy. Midland boy. Yeah. 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 I want to come back over. Here. West Coast ain't winning a flag anytime soon. So maybe Frio. Oh, who, buddy, you mean WA boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. WA. He's from um South. Played he's Perth. played Perth Demons. Perth Demons. Yeah. Did you play against him? I was. I, never, I played with him and against him. I never played against him. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Where's uh, we're at? Darren. Uh, Darren. Darren. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Buddy's Juniors. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, so yeah, he's we're there tonight. There, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so we'll put in a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've um, been given a list of things. Yeah, cool. What you're doing. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to ask uh, my little brother. He's um, he's a coach uh, for uh, Basso, I think, at the moment, and he had a question about being on field and what you can actually hear from your coach or does a coach make a difference on a game day? Um, oh, like Anzac Day and Yeah, and or is it just finals? what they do during the week? And his second question was, do you rely on structures or is it too noisy to hear each other? I know when you wanted to get onto the bench, you couldn't yeah. hear anything. It's because I didn't want to get off. Like <laughs> <this year>. um, <laughs> can you actually hear each other or you rely more on structure? Uh, the yeah, you play an AFL, you can sort of – you couldn't certainly yell to one end or the other, mm. but – you can get around. Um, game day, oh, most players are sort of in their own heads on game day. So yeah. if you're leaving it to game day to get all your messages across, you're probably in a bit of a pickle because that's yeah. what happens during the week. And then even in the team meeting, like before the game, an hour and a half before, you're all just sitting there just focusing on what you're doing and just fucking thinking your own thoughts. Cause yeah. So, yeah, like I said, if you 
wait until the first game day to surprise the boys with tactics. That's probably not going to work. Um, but some obviously listen. But go, you've been fucking drilled all week. So some goes in in one ear and out the other. Um, on the bench, no, you can't. You can't hear a coach yelling on the bench. No, yeah, okay. no, unless you're obviously on the wing. Um, so, but then uh, basically you can't hear them. Uh, but yeah, you can communicate pretty well. Yeah. Um, you can, after a while, you can drown out. Yeah. The white noise that is the 70,000 people there. And, yeah. Um, you know, if a big goal's kicked, obviously it's going to be hard to yell at someone. But but basically yeah. you can sort of, you know, one third of the field you can yell to someone. Yeah, yeah I certainly got yelled at enough, mate, so I can fucking <laughs> hear them. Well, like considering Collingwood's attendance would be – it must yeah. average over 70, 80,000 oh, yeah, so yeah, when like. you guys were playing. So what – Just 10,000 on do day you, release. Do you get mm-hmm. used to it, like the adrenaline? Because, I, I mean – Different level again. Waffle first league game playing. There was like it was a derby, West Perth, East yeah. Perth, and I remember the getting the ball on the wing and the crowd cheering, and I couldn't tell whether that was huh. I'm about to get yes. fucked <laughs> yeah. or fucking go. Yeah. And like that, the adrenaline of that, regardless, just fucking lifted me. You're doing that week in week yeah. out with times fucking ten, like a hundred thousand people some weeks fucking watching you. That adrenaline must not must not disappear. Yeah, no, it only disappears when you're playing in front of like 20,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you feel like you're playing a practice match. Like, you That's know, early on when you're, when you're playing like Gold Coast and GWS, you know, when they first started, and there's mm. like 5,000. And mind you, there'd be 8,000, but it'd be 7,000 Columbus forces they're everywhere. Yeah. That's when you're running around and you're like, Looking around, this is fucking boring. Yeah. Like, you know, you're playing in front of 8,000. Like, like a pre season match. Basically, yeah. 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 yeah so, um, so you try not to take it for granted when you play in front of 60,000, 70,000 anyway. But, you know, you sort of become accustomed to it. And that's why it's unbelievable playing at like a big club like, you know, Collingwood, Richmond, Carlton Essendon and stuff like that. So you get accustomed to it. But, yeah, when it flips and you're playing against – and you, there's no one there, mm-hmm. that's when you realise uh, you probably go out a little bit less motivated, you know. I wonder yeah. if that actually played an issue uh, – a factor in the COVID years. With Collingwood being used to playing in front of 70,000 and then none, and you can hear them going, "Fucking yeah, 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 yeah fucking probably, yeah, yeah absolutely." Would, it would have been hard, especially for an old bloke who's played ten, fifteen years to run around mm. and plant like the motivation. Just thought when there's a big roar, you know, to mm. run someone down or to run across and help teammate or you know whatever you're doing. It's just when there's no one screaming for you, like. Uh, yeah. It's what you play for. So yeah, for absolutely. adulation from others. Oh, of course, pats on the back. That's, That's what we all play for. I only used to play footy to take hangs and sell candy <laughs> <laughs> and shell fingers. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do either. I but um, who was your bunny? Who was the easiest uh, to play on, to play against? Team or? Uh, up to you. Uh, shit. I mean, uh, everyone with 40 possessions a game. But Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, well, I might as well say Kane Corns, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, he was your buddy. Why Fuck not? You know. uh, he was super fit, though. Yeah, right? he was. He, he was. Run, super, he was. Yeah. Super, yeah, he didn't have any leg speed, but he could run all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you were contested though, footy a lot of the time, so it's hard oh, to, inside like, and outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get him on the spread. Yeah. Um, but mate, when when I was when you're at your best, no one because yeah. like, we were go when you're in a shit side and you're getting beat. That's and you're getting tagged. That's when it's hard. But mm. when you're winning all the time, you know you can. You can leave a step earlier, and you, know, you can get off a sec because you trust in the bully pendles, yeah. you know, dear, whatever's going to win the ball. So you can go that split second early. Where when you're losing, you sort of have to be there and try and get it yourself. Where, um, like I said, when you're flying, mm. it's fucking, it's footy's easy. It's a very easy game, and no one can stop you. You walked out, you know, those three or four years, you walked out and think, "You fuck, I got two blokes on me." Mm. It's just, yeah. I'm just going to dominate. But when you when you get beat, that's when it's that's when it's hard. When yeah. you're at your best and you win a Brownlow, did, are you one of these people who 
think, oh, I've had better seasons. You should have won years. it the, the year before. Yeah, I know, I was very unlucky. So <laughs> it always happens is yeah. when they should win. Then exactly. the umpires go, oh, no, actually, yeah. next year. Because you're actually not the free kicks. You're actually yeah. not the first Brownlow medalist we had. We had yeah. Matt Prittis on, okay. and his was like a very. Com- very different situation to yours. Very unexpected yeah. fucking left well, field. Well, not for me. I had a m- yeah, much of money. <laughs> I put him on 81, so I had four grand. Yeah, yeah I put, yeah. put a bit of money on him as well. But um, yours was like leading it. What's, what, what do you feel like leading into this? I've got expectations. Yeah. I, might, I might do well here. Well, 2010, I was a dollar forty. So yeah. that was when all the expectation was on and obviously didn't win that day. And then I was 15 bucks in 2011, so... Mm. Allegedly, um, I mean, as a player, you wouldn't know the odds. Well, right? they can't yell at me now. So, like, <laughs> uh, that money's long gone and long spent. So, uh, and that, mate, the season's over. You can't influence the umpires anymore. So, you, want, you should be allowed to bet on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so the, the, I was playing in the Grannies both years. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't celebrate or enjoy yeah. it because you, and when I did win it, like, you obviously do the media and then. You know, footy clubs are great, play, great leveling places, and you fucking walk in the next morning with the brown legs out through some media, and you know you get hammered by the poise pretty fucking quickly. So yeah. you have to put that away, and you, you got to focus on the week. So yeah, um, unfortunately, we were playing in the grand final, so no one got to celebrate with me. Unfortunately, yeah. So, um, yeah, I wish it was the week was about me, but unfortunately, it was about the team. So, so that was pretty fucked. Fucking hell, you got riffs for days, man. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, what about like post footy? How did you find adjusting to not being in? I mean, I don't know, you seem like pretty crazy, so it doesn't matter in such a professional environment, but how was your adjustment and what made you get into um, podcasts? Because uh, my, like, yeah, my, uh, my adjustment was, was pretty easy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, footy was um, is pretty easy for me. Uh, and then leaving into uh, not playing footy was, was good. I, once you get to 32, um, I was 32 after when I went my foot. That was pretty fucking yeah. insane, eh? Yeah, so once you get to 30, you know, obviously it's a stigma around AFL footballers. If you get to 30, you know, you've only got, if you, especially if your side's going shit, you know, you've only got a couple of years left. So if you don't start planning for it, you know, life after footy, you're probably doing something wrong. So I was ready. Um, you know, 2016, I travelled 2017, I travelled for a year. Sick. Where, where'd you go? Oh, fuck, every, you know, the European summer, obviously, which I never yeah. did, did Coachella, um, South Africa. Who, um, who with? Uh, my partner and friends, yeah. missus and friends. Yeah. Um, then, like, European summer, then went back to the States with, with where her family is, and then, you know, did the World Cup in Russia the year after. So, mate, for about two years there, just, just sort of knocked off, you know, Ma- yeah. UFC Madison Square Garden just knocked off all the you know your bucket list kind of things yeah, before yeah. I started the real world. So, um, <coughs> hold ready. I didn't want to play footy till I was <coughs> 36, 37. Um, even though my foot sort of forced my decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want to finish when I was that late and like have your fam, you know, kids and stuff. Then not be able to fucking have two years of just fun and yeah. no stress. Which you know, I'm very. I've got a kid now, but very thankful that I got those 18 months in where you know I've ticked all those things off. Now with family, it's going to be. You know, until he gets older, I can leave him here for three. You know, seventeen months. I, yeah. I've actually asked if he's if he'll be all right for <laughs> three weeks. Yeah, for three weeks on his own, so <laughs> we can get over. I was meant to be in Europe now, but yeah, um, life took a hold, and I'm here instead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. could be on fucking the islands of Greece. And I said I'm here yeah. with you two fucking boys. How, how do you find it coming over? Just being used to. Is it like? Are you guys mates? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sure if <laughs> we're <know>. mates <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no he's, so it's, it's, he's got me under lock and key at his place So um, It's always tough Like even gigging Like if you're off on your own It's kind of lonely 
or if you're with someone that yeah. you you're like with me and Cam gig and X mouth or whatever. We're there, we're mates, so we enjoy it. But if yeah. you're like no, no, always having a go and make friends at a footy club where you don't know any can't, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I can, I'm pretty good by yeah. sitting around having, talking to people. Like they, they get to stage, and especially if I'm not having a heap of beers where people get fucking absolutely hammered, they've been drinking all day, then like you hear the same story 15 times, you're right, yeah. it's time for me to go. Yeah, because uh, I've heard it. But no, I've generally most people have been really good. Um, I, I don't have to do these things, yeah. so I enjoy. Going over to see Ronnie, Jacko, having a few beers, having a few laughs, and yeah. and uh, you know talking some shit to you know wherever I've been and wherever I'm going. Like I would never go to those places in my life unless I was doing these things. So yeah, have yeah. a kick with some boys, hopefully teach them something. Yeah. Set yeah. up a couple of beers, a couple of laughs, and then fucking I'll never see you again and walk yeah. off. Yeah, Take it easy. sometimes yeah. it is those ones. I remember last year I went up <clears throat> with another waffle club. I went up to Broome to do some filming, and I went up with Kepler Bradley. Yeah. I think you, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> Fucking uh, bit of a lad likes a, a pot, and we had a checklist every day of these fucking thirty things we had to do. Yeah. And you'd fucking like w- what you're doing with us today. It's a fucking box tick. You're yeah. just doing it. You and we appreciate you coming on. But when you sometimes and hopefully you feel the same about us, but mm. you, you go and do some of these things, you're like fuck. I'm actually glad I went and did that. I wouldn't have never have done that. I never would have gone to this uh, indigenous community that I wasn't going to go to and film or whatever we did up there. But same with that. You yeah, and absolutely. Meet some people that. Yeah, of course. You're ninety five percent of the time. You're like yeah. No, I'm glad I did that. I did yeah. that, and there's obviously the, the odd one every now and then. You like, oh, they yeah. fuck I'm out of there. But, uh, <laughs> but no, people, mate. Like I said, like, I'm not forcing myself down people. So people are actually coming, and yeah. paying to come and see me. So generally, people are great. Yeah. Um, we did go to Geraldton last week. And there was a punch on a couple of arrests. So <laughs> I incited a riot. Looked you out incited the, a riot. Looked out the window, and there was three blokes in cuffs with Collingwood jumpers on. So <laughs> yeah, but that's just pretty I was quite proud of pretty him. low. I was quite proud of him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, that's fantastic. Um, so. Nice to see the Collingwood supporters the same everywhere. Yeah, so I love this. So, um, <laughs> no, it's it's been it's been great. We're I'm go home Sunday somewhere on the back end of it now. But uh, no, mate, it's been fun. I like I said, I enjoy meeting random people that I yeah. certainly never meet you know, in my life. I'll never do that. But um, yeah, so yeah, here Did I am. Did you get um, any perks in Coachella, or were you just a nobody over there? No, well, I, I had I got some mates over there who run some pretty epic parties, yeah. but um. Yeah, we were an able VIP. It was, Coachella yeah. was incredible. It was fun. Um, I want to go. Fortieth in my fortieth in two years. So I'm thinking maybe the, my first in February. So maybe the Super Bowl in Vegas or Coachella. I haven't decided okay. yet. If you do it right, because this is how I did it. <coughs> we went. Uh, me and my mates we went to South by Southwest in Austin. It's about four weeks prior to Coachella, yeah. and most of the bands are the same. But yeah. it's Austin seven days, and you just the whole city locks yeah. down. You just go from pub to pub, whatever you want. It's sick. Worked our way across the states. And then finished in Vegas, and then last day was Coachella, yeah. and fuck. So yeah, exactly. I'd love to. I'm not sure my family would let me go for that long. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you can put in a good word for me. We'll <laughs> <laughs> get Sammy to work on that. Yeah. Um, and is that your clothing brand, Bella? Yeah, Bella. Yeah, Bella. So, what got you into that? A lot wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah I'm not a nudist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, who, who designed it? You me, or me, you me, and my mate. Yeah, yeah. so me and my mate. Um, I've always had interest in is that in fashion. Time? No, no, it's uh-huh. not him. No, he's more than welcome to have some if he wants. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, do you make what, kid sizes? Yeah, we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've always had interest in fashion. So, fucking, why not? Like, everything I do, I have an interest. I've got a bar and stuff in town. There's obviously, like, drink. Got, you know, the clothing. They like to wear clothes. Do yep. stuff, sports bet, like to gamble. Yeah. 
Got a tattoo shop, like tattoos. Lots of tattoos yeah. So my next investment's a brothel, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get in, I'll say hello yeah, from the yeah, outside. Exactly. Fuck, yeah. you are the actual ideal guest for yeah. us. It's like <laughs> yeah. ticking all the boxes just, of our listeners. Before right, you let's um, do, do yeah. go, uh, we get given this uh, note of a few things you do have coming up. If people, uh, we're going to put it out today, so people want to come see. You. So uh, I'm going to struggle to read your writing, old mate, but. Uh, Maybe Dell, we can do it. And WA Ultimate Tonight. Promotions. We've got, uh, we've just been to Tom Price, Carafa, yeah. Brunswick Tav, the Ashby. You went to the Ashby? Yeah, on, oh, nice. on Saturday. That's, that's how that I knew. That's that 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 Sunday, I think. We, was, yeah. we watched it about 100 Collingwood supporters watching Jamie Allen kick that goal. Oh, oh fucking I went mad. Yeah, I was, that watching, was, I, was that, I was drunk by myself in Bali <laughs> on the pool. All these poms are like looking at me screaming. I was like, fuck. I used to live literally 50 metres from there. Yeah. And just walk, right. and walk across. It was yeah. It's yeah. a pretty cool little spot. So if you're uh, around Darren White Catching tonight, uh, footy club, that's mm-hmm. where you'll be. Yep. Uh, what, about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wednesday, we got Dal Wallenew. Yep. Dal Wallenew footy club. Thursday is, oh, Cooktown or Latham? What's that first one? Karoo Latham. Latham. Where's that? A beautiful part of the world. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you heard it from Dane Swan. Yeah. Put that on TripAdvisor. Yeah. Uh, Friday lunch at the Gate Bar and Bistro. So that's pretty pretty easy to find for most people in Perth. Friday night uh, at Mangle Bay Fishing Club in mm. Rockingham. Come and get Fuck mangled. Yeah. Come and get mangled in Rockingham. <laughs> Bring your own meth. Saturday night, Canning <laughs> South Perth Footy Club again. So... Uh, and that's the last one. Sunday, you out? Yeah, I'm going on the early morning. I've got to play Super Rules on Sunday, so I've got to get out. Yeah, all right, so just a quiet Saturday night? Yeah, man, it'll be yeah, quiet, yeah. mate. Oh, I'll just... fly to like 6 a.m., mate, so oh, uh, I don't play Super Rules Sunday, so. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so I just, it is what it is, then I'll be gone. I'll, if Ron will have me back, I might be back at some stage, but until then, yeah, that's Perfect. it for me. I'll let the York Roos know you're no chance of playing on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, <laughs> Super Rules is no tackles? Uh, no, there's tackles just and there's no knees in the back, which Fuck. is well, you know, which is spewing with my vertical leap. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I, yeah. So I was, you know, you've seen me play. That was a no hangs. big strength of my Did game. Did you ever like take me. a hang? I thought I took one one day. I was on Jared Blair. He was he's about four foot. You know, if, <laughs> yeah. if he was born three hours <laughs> earlier, he'd been a midget. Um, so <laughs> uh, I looked out yeah. and I need him in the calf. I was like, Fuck, <laughs> don't even bother about it, Dane. So um, no, that wasn't my strong suit. My vertical ability, Did, you, play, ability. did you get to play much with cracks? Yeah, uh, fuck, yeah. Because Cracks, he played with us after he came back. Yeah, superstar. Freak. He's just, I was spewing when he got delisted again because he was my first goal every single time. Uh, but then fucking watching him, oh, he was just elite with uh, Freak, air. yeah, so silky, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. his story's amazing. Much we, like Tooves. Keep, yeah. <laughs> keaps telling us he's going to come on and then fucking. He's a hard man to catch le- Crack. Leaves yeah. me on red. He's <laughs> a hard man to get <laughs> hold of. Crack. Yeah. Uh, mate, thanks so no much for yeah, coming on. And uh, if you want your apparel, Apparel, yeah. Dot com. Uh, yeah. Uh, Instagram? Yeah, give you a, we'll give you a 25% discount. Okay. Mates Racing cap, mates racing Capitals, yeah. if, if anyone wants to buy it, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah, awesome. Sweet. Uh, Friday night we got um, stand-up at uh, West Perth Footy Club. Yep. Dane Swan will be not there. Mm. Yep. Um, but nope. we're doing a pre-game and post-game show. Um, Saturday, I've uh, no, no gig, I've got a quiz. Uh, mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday singles, four till six at Comedy Lounge. Uh, use code uh, Daniel Delby from DanielDelby.com. And uh, 7, and 30, 7 o'clock, Who's Rhyme at the Elford. Last Who's Rhyme before I go on tour in Edinburgh. So come and check it out. Sick. That'll be my last one. And then before this goes out, Stranger Things quiz next Tuesday at Elford. Hard Yarns, Patreons, you got discount codes. Check the Patreon. Um, we'll go from there. Sick. I got nothing um, except if you want a fucking cool video, 
Hit up yep. B32 Media, yep. my business, and uh, I'll be hosting Quiz when Delby's in Edinburgh, doing fucking big stand-up and bullshit. your ultimate promotions, ultimatepromotions.com, for anything, or? Uh, ultimate promotions, www. www. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, you're more than welcome to sponsor the podcast, so. Beautiful, and check it on Facey. Thanks, Cam McLaren, for doing the switch in today. Legend. All right, take it easy. All right, thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers.